0: Hello everyone. My name is Brendan Mark. That noise here is my ventilator. And welcome to Page Turners They Were Not, my Star Wars podcast. Today we're going to talk about the planet Kessel. Which was first seen on screen in Solo A Star Wars Story. Now like the planet Corellia Kessel was first mentioned in the original Star Wars film but not seen on screen until Solo just like Corellia was not seen on screen until Solo Kessel, as we learned in the original film from C-3PO was home of the spice mines which sounded, basically, if we interpreted C-3PO correctly, sounded like a terrible place to be. And now that we've seen it, I think he was absolutely right. Kessel is home to spice mining. This spice being a drug which, you know, was Illegal, but apparently the Empire didn't mind. And also, there were, there was coaxium on Kessel. Or at least colaxium raw coaxium could be harvested on Kessel. What happened in the story is that because Beckett, Solo, and Chewbacca lost the Coaxium shipment on Van Dorn during the train heist, they needed to find a way to make it up to Dread loss. It was suggested that they get Coaxium from Kessel raw, raw Coaxium which is very unstable and take a very fast ship to Samarine where the Klaxion could be processed before it exploded. This of course leads to hiring of Lando Calrissian and the Millennium Falcon to complete the job. So our heroes Arrive on Kessel, accompanied by Kira, who is representing Dryden Vals. They pose as slave traders. Kira pretends to be someone of importance and pretends that Han and Chewie are the slaves that are being offered to the pikes. The pikes own the Spice Mines of Kessel the pikes buy the ruse and our heroes are able to get into the mines where immediately all havoc they, they spring loose their havoc they cause their trouble or I guess I'm phrasing it wrong Our heroes make it into the mines and then they set their plan in motion. Their plan to release the slaves, to create a disturbance so they could get the Kalaxium, and take out the pikes who are guarding it. That way, the pikes do not know that Crimson Dawn, which is the organization our heroes are representing this is so the Pikes do not know Crimson Dawn is involved they think it's just this one band of troublemakers and what trouble they cause (laughs) L337 starts a droid revolution the slaves are released Chewbacca helps free the Wookiee slaves who then exact vengeance on their captors and many other slaves are set free so a lot actually happens on Kessel a lot of good and this is also I think where a very important moment happens now we never saw Chewbacca make his life debt pledge to Han Solo and you know what? I'm fine with that because I think it's more important to establish their friendship and not just to, oh, he's going to like that Don Solo, so he's basically his slave. But what happened was Chewbacca wanted to go help the other Wookiees. And Han, after some persuasion, was willing to let Chewie go. And even gave Chewie a stun pike so he could help free the Wookiee prisoners. I think in this moment Chewbacca realized that Khan really was a good guy. And I think it's at that moment that Chewbacca realized this is the guy that I can hang out with because this is the guy willing to stand up for something. So that's a very important moment, I think. The... uh, Some unfortunate side effects of the trip to Kessel include L-337 being destroyed. However, they are able to put the NAVA Computer from her body and interface it with the Falcon. because L3 has a great navicomputer, computer and therefore the Millennium Falcon's navicomputer computer becomes even greater by having her Navi computer installed so L3 lives on as part of the Falcon which I thought was actually quite nice and gives us some more insight into the personality of the Millennium Falcon And of course, this leads us to the famous Kessel Run, in which the Millennium Falcon breaks the record. So those are what that's what happens in the story on Kessel. But let's talk about what the planet is like. It's a uh, pretty barren, hot. Um I guess the southern hemisphere had some nice areas, but mostly Kessel was a hot, humid, barren planet full of spice mines. Of course, the upper class of Kessel lived. In the southern hemisphere, where things were nice. But the average person on Kessel was a slave. They employed slave labor to mine spice and calcium and other materials. And it's a very kind of Not a very pleasant place if you consider that it's supporting slavery. I like warm temperatures, but I do not like humid temperatures. And Kessel strikes me as a very humid planet. So I probably would not want to live there because it's under the control of slavers. It's humid and barren and hot. And it's surrounded by a rather frightening nebula. So, for all these reasons, I would not wish to live on Kessel. It was so nice to get to see Kessel, finally. We'd heard about it, but this is the first time in canon. Or at least on film that we got to see it. We did get to see it for the first time in Star Wars Rebels. But on film, not until Solo. I think it's a great addition to Star Wars. It definitely has the feeling of a good Star Wars planet. It adds some degree of flavor to Star Wars by giving us glimpses of crime syndicates and other seedy underworld kind of people. And a lot of important things happened here. So I am very glad it was included. I was very glad to see it. And those are my thoughts on Kessel. My name is Brendan Mar. That noise you hear is my ventilator. And thank you for tuning in The Page Turners, They Were Not, my Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you.